This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello. Yo. What's happening? Do you ever go somewhere and you're completely disgusted? Like you're, you're very excited at first and then something happens and it ruins your entire experience? Such as? So I went to a Mexican restaurant where they, do you ever eat those pickled carrots that they serve? Yes. What are they? Is that what they are? Are they pickled carrots? Is that what what you would call those? I think so. I, I'm drawing a blank. I, I, it sounds familiar. It's not like I, I don't do that often. It's like if you go to a Mexican restaurant, they come in a little plastic bag and it's usually like carrots and like jalapenos, but I think they're pickled because they're like, they're, they're, they're kind of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love those at certain Mexican places. So I went to this Mexican restaurant and each table had like a huge container of, I mean, probably like 128 ounces of these on the table per table. Like each table had your own huge container. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was like, Oh my God, this is great. So I was eating them like, yes. And I, I I ate so many of them and and I was like about to, about to throw up. And then I look over at the next table and this guy, and, and, and there's like little tongs for each, you know, for each container to put on your plate. And I looked over and this guy, little puppet or whatever his name was, was dipping his hand in the container and eating the carrots right out of the huge container. So the guy, the guy that was eating at the restaurant, not working there, just the guy that was dining there started. Yeah. So, he, so each, each table has a community container of these pickled carrots. And yeah. jalapenos. And there's tongs to put them on your plate. But this scumbag was putting his hand in the communal container on the ooh, table. Ooh. And and then, like, eating them and, like, doing that thing where he, like, um, like shakes the, the excess liquid off his hand back into the container. Oh, my God. And he's eating, like, he's eating his meal and using the communal container at the table, which obviously is for whoever comes in after him. And he just keeps putting his fingers in and grabbing them and eating them. And he's eating with a woman. Like, what kind of woman would sit with this guy and just think that's okay for him to put his fingers in there? <laughs> that's disgusting. He was talking over it the whole time. Spit was flying. I like. I, I was as soon as I saw his hand go in there. I'm like, oh no. And I told my friend Mike that I was eating with. I'm like, he's like, oh, you just saw that too, right? I'm like, fuck. Like that now, I was so excited to. I, I I planned on coming back there the next day because I'm like, oh my god, they have all these carrots. Yeah, and now I don't want to eat them because there's no way he's the first guy who put his hand in there. Totally, and I don't know what type of establishment this is, this is but like, it was like a shitty would, Mexican restaurant. I would love to see. I would really love to see hard data on the last time they washed all of those out. <laughs> and refresh the whole batch. Like, when was the last time those communal jars of pickles were all empty, the containers were washed, it was all fresh and shiny? You know all they do is they just pile on top. Like, whatever's left over, yeah. they just fill it up. So whatever's at the bottom has probably been there for, like, three years. Yeah. I even told the girl when I walked out, I said, hey, some scumbag was putting his hand. She's like, oh, my God, really? Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, you might want to take the top layer off that one. She's like, which one? And then I saw her actually do it, so. Wow. But who does that? That hand, that just, and he was wearing, like, uh, jogging pants that were really, like, um, the bottom <laughs> of the leg looked like a tight wrist, you know, the wrist of your uh, coat. Yeah. If it was really tight, that's how he was wearing them. And I, like, his ass was hanging out. He was wearing Hanes briefs, like. Like, I was just noticing how disgusting he was. And he, whatever he was talking to her about, his girlfriend or whatever was pregnant. It's like, you're bringing a kid into this world with this scumbag who puts his hand <laughs> in a communal batch of carrots and doesn't give a shit? Like, he's just eating them like that's just the proper thing to do? Who does that? 
I bet, I bet a lot of people, dude. I bet you. I mean, really, I'm not going to turn this around and say it's your fault. But, like, <laughs> I guarantee some some more disgusting stuff happened to those communal jobs. Like, you just happened to see one of the instances. But I, I'm surprised, honestly, with as much of a, I don't want to say, like, meat freak, but, like, when you're so particular about that stuff, I'm surprised you would even dig into those you know what i just didn't think about it because my friend mike too i noticed when i was doing it he had a look on his face like he was judging me like oh i wouldn't i wouldn't mess with those yeah but i didn't even think about it because i was it's kind of like you're just like if you go to a restaurant they have ketchup mustard and mayo you get excited because you don't usually see the mayo but then you remember wait a minute this mayo has been sitting here all day and probably a lot longer than all day it was probably hot the day before. Then they put it back out, and then they probably just if put a fresh put scoop out, inside. They even put it away. <laughs> you think you think mayo just sits there? They don't care. Possibly. Ugh. And then, like you said, that's probably a bitch to clean out those those mayo bottles and ketchup bottles. So they just fill it. I've seen them do it with the ketchup. All they do is fill it to the brim. Yeah. So. I'm sure they do the same thing with the mayo. So all that crusty, like dried up plastic, like it almost looks like, um, like glue, like, uh, glue that's hard Yeah. at the bottom of the mayo. They just put fresh mayo over that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of food, Ryan, you and I, before we, uh, we did this podcast, we were, we were talking about watermelons. I saw something. Did you post on Facebook? Watermelon is like, God's gift or something to mankind. What, oh, what did you post the other day? I think I said watermelon is nature's version of crack or something. There it was. Yeah, that's right. What's <laughs> with you and watermelon? And listen, let, let well, me, I've always I, I've always liked watermelon. I didn't say this in the text, and I, I felt like I should have because we we sort of I don't know we piled on the watermelon thing, but like any time I hear you obsessing over a food that isn't deep fried or disgusting. Like I, I smile a little bit in my soul. <laughs> so congrats on that. Oh, thank you. But well, what's 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 the deal with you and watermelon? Well, number one, it's Sam's going to be on in a minute, and Base will be on in a minute too. They could confirm that I've I've been eating watermelon my whole life. Like that's been my go-to fruit forever since I was a little kid. Huh. So this isn't something new. I mean, I've always loved watermelon, always, and. Have you all? Because I've never heard. I just feel like I've never heard you talk about it. Have you always been like an evangelist for watermelon? Because anything you like, oh yeah, always evangelize for you, it. You once Sam gets on, you could and base knows when base gets on too. You could ask him because they both know of my water. Like I love watermelon the way I love mayo. Huh. So I've I've always been a water. And, and I said my new diet that I was trying to go on was a chicken and watermelon diet, grilled chicken and watermelon. And that's the Abe Cannon diet. <laughs> Which is actually a great diet. You know how much grilled chicken and watermelon you could eat and stay under your daily allotment of calories? Yeah. You could probably eat like 15 chick- uh, chicken breasts and about 64 ounces of watermelon <laughs> if you wanted to. So let me ask you a question because I feel like watermelon is too much work for you. Yeah. Do you cut your own watermelon? Well, I, I learned two techniques to cutting watermelon. So, yes, I do. But I pay a premium at, and of all places, Walgreens. you guys have Walgreens in Los Angeles? Yes. You do? Okay. Is Walgreens just pretty much everywhere now, right? Maybe not New yeah, York. Everywhere so. except New York, maybe? They're harder to find here, but we have them. Okay. So, for some reason, and, and here's another tip to go along with the retention department tip. I Oh, were you on the podcast right where I talked about how to get a perfect watermelon? <laughs> no. Oh, you weren't no. on that one. Okay. So my mom actually read this in a magazine, and it works. If you go to, to a grocery store, what, when you see watermelons, Ryan, which one do you go for? Do you you go for, like, the green ones, right, like the beautiful ones? Yeah, and then I usually go up and knock on it. Like, I pretend to know what that does. Yeah, like, which it doesn't do anything. You wouldn't know the difference. Like, I know what I'm listening for. <laughs> but you'll get the beautiful, like, the one that looks like the watermelon emoji, right? Like, the beautiful green one. Yeah, yeah, like bright neon green. So you're doing the wrong thing. 
What you're supposed to do is get the ugly one with the black or brown stain on them. Really? Because that's a sugar pocket. And and, and I've had listeners uh, tweet me and stuff like that and say that, yes, it's correct. It's some, I, I'm not explaining it right, but it's some kind of sugar packet or pocket in the watermelon. And when mm-hmm. you see that, it means that it's at like peak freshness or peak sweetness. Wow. Yeah. So so th- you want to go for the ugly watermelons. That being said, it's still like Russian roulette when you cut open a watermelon. I was going to say, I've heard you say that before, and I was on that podcast and you said that. And yet I'm still very much afraid to look at a shitty looking watermelon and buy it. Well, see, that's a problem, and then that's why no one's getting peak watermelons, because everyone wants these beautiful green ones, whereas me, I always get the ugly ones. Like, I pick. I, I handpick the ugliest one I could find with the most black black pockets on it, black, disgusting stains. But that being said, I'm willing to go to Walgreens and pay a premium of $5 for a small container of beautiful, sweet watermelon. And, and Ryan, how much watermelon do you need anyway, right? Not a lot, but, I mean, if it's available, I'll try it. For me, and here's here's my thing on watermelon. I feel like watermelon is so hit or miss. I feel like, honestly, I, I would say watermelon's like 70-30 missed for me. Like, 30% of the time, it's flavorful and perfect. And then the other times, it just... It's like eating a waterlogged piece of paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why, Ryan, you could uh, appreciate paying a premium then, right, for sweet watermelon. Yeah, I just wouldn't think Walgreens would be the place to get it. I wouldn't either. I couldn't believe it. They have beautiful spears of watermelon, and it's like five bucks. Probably like, I don't know, nine big chunks. Like long chunks. Yeah. And it's five bucks. And it's probably the best thing you'll eat all day for five dollars. You eat it in the car. What? That's the other thing about watermelon. <laughs> I do it's actually. Too wet. <laughs> well, no, because it comes in a plastic container, and they have forks there. So yeah, sometimes I'll bring it back no up to work. Sometimes ripping? I'll eat it driving. Is Maybe there I eat watermelon wrong? Because I I always have to do that like cup under my chin, that pathetic move. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, watermelon isn't exactly like the uh, a hand fruit you could drive with. Well, no, it's cut up. It's seedless, and it's cut up yeah, into chunks. Yeah, I know, chunks. but you, even when you eat it, it's still like a, a juicy swish around the mouth when you take a bite into it. No, you cut it up into smaller chunks, and then you bite-sized chunks and put it right in. That's the key, the bite-sized chunks, I feel like, because I usually would go for a bigger piece, and then if you have to do a two-bite piece of watermelon, that's when you get the, the juice overflow. Yeah, like what? What are you doing? Like, you, can't you cut it down a little bit and put it in your mouth? Like, do you have to eat the entire watermelon in one bite? Like, do you do you bite into it like it's like like, like, like you're biting into a slice of pizza or something? That's exactly how I eat it. <laughs> but you hold. You're one of those guys I could tell that holds the skin right while you're eating it. Yeah. Me yeah. or Ryan? No, Ryan. I, I think most people do. I, I guarantee, Abe, I guarantee you, you are in the minority, and most people do not buy prepackaged slices of watermelon and cut them up <laughs> into small pieces in their car and eat it for a whole time. <laughs> 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 you don't act like your way is like the preferred method of watermelon eating. It's the way it should be done, though. Like, it, like you have to evolve at some point, right? Like, yeah. at, at one point, every radio show did something called a boogie check, which I don't even know what that means. Time for a boogie check. <laughs> like, at some point, they said, you know, they used to deliver ice. Like, people used to, there's an ice man that would deliver ice. That that stopped. Eating watermelon, like Ryan e- eating half the watermelon, holding on to all the skin at once, like, that. that's the old way of doing it. It's not needed. The new way is to cut it off the skin and eat it that way. I just don't think that Ryan is in the majority of people that needs to have watermelon that bad where it needs to be had right there in the car, right then and there. If you eat it in the car, like, so it's either I eat watermelon or I go to, like, Portillo's like I did yesterday and I get a bacon cheeseburger and a Polish and fries. So what? what's the better idea? Watermelon. Yeah. 
And by the way, Ryan, you'll be very happy to hear. I know you said you smile when I eat fruit. I, I got blood work done the other day, and I got what's known as the clean bill of health. Get out of here. I swear to God. And I only went because I, I don't think you were on this podcast either, Ryan, when I said that my mom, like anything, if I tell her I have a headache, she she always asks me if I have yeah, pressure. No, I was there. I was there. And oh, she okay. Said, having chest pain. Yeah, she always says, do you have pressure in your chest or chest pain? Yeah. So I actually went so and wait got- a minute. Hold on, hold on. You went to a doctor and got a clean bill of health, and they did the cholesterol and everything, and you're good to go? My cholesterol's a tad high, but that, she said it's no big deal. Uh, that's amazing to me. As much mayonnaise and fried food as you eat, it's only a tad high? I couldn't believe it either. He checked the heart, everything. And it was a real doctor. <laughs> 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 It was actually Dr. Conrad Murray, and then he put me under with some protofall. <laughs> yes, if I want to take a nap afterwards, he's going to be the best nap I ever had. Oh, my God. I told him, wake me up in 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, but Ryan, everything, everything's, uh, as you would say in the business, A-OK. Well, good. That's good. Yeah. Good yeah, it's not bad. I'm feeling good, too. Once you get that clean bill of health, then you're like, okay, now I could start living life again and not be worried about... Like, for instance, Kimbo Slice died yesterday, the MMA fighter of heart failure. Yeah. So at least I know that most likely I won't be having heart failure, at least in, in the, you know, anytime soon. Yeah, but, and here's my concern, and I don't mean to turn this into a preachy thing here, Abe, I promise, but like... What you just said is you get that clean bill of health, and then you feel like you can start living again. No, not in that, not in that way. Not like eat shit again. Okay, because that's what I was going to say. Like the, you know, the old Abe. You know, Abe. Here's the two hundred bucks I owe you. <laughs> Driving to the casino, like before he has. <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar thing. Like, yep, you're looking good. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny, Ryan. You know, it's funny. Up. It's funny you say that, Ryan, because. I, that exact thing you just said happened. Um, there's these, I don't know if they're illegal or what, but there's gambling. You know, there's gambling websites where you could gamble on sports games. You could gamble on um, horses. You could play blackjack. You could play poker. And then they send you the money via courier service, which I didn't even know was still around. Like, who uses a courier service? Right. So that's how you get the money. Um, Interesting. So... I made a bet. For some reason, I don't know why I felt like I was going to win this. I made a bet on two UFC fights and then the Cleveland Cavaliers game. And whatever it was, it was like four underdogs or three underdogs, whatever, and then like the under in the basketball game. And like I bet something like $140. And if I would have won, it would have paid out $8,600. Wow. For a parlay. So anyways, whatever. So I, I actually put, I, I hadn't bet on, I hadn't gambled in a long time online or anything. So I did that and I lost, of course. So in that parlay, it was killing me because I had Dan Henderson winning. He fought in the UFC this weekend. I, I had a feeling he was going to win his fight. So I bet $60 on Dan Henderson then. I won that bet because he knocked out a guy who was a huge favorite. And I ended up with, with the 60, a total of $207. Now, with the original deposit, I got a $100 black or a $100 casino bonus. And the way these bonuses work, it, it's a big scam, really. You have to gamble 40 times the bonus to get back the money. So, so in other words, for a $100 bonus, in order to collect on that, you have to have gambled $4,000 worth of bets. Jeez. Which I actually ended up doing. So here's what happened. <laughs> so since it wasn't my money, I started betting blackjack hands. I was betting $25 a hand. I was up to like six, $700. Then I bet, I was betting $100 a hand. And then after a while, I actually broke the threshold and I started winning real money. So... I had 600 at some point I had $600 of real money in my account and $700 in bonus money. So I cashed mm-hmm. out the 600. So as we speak, I have a courier service on the way to deliver me a $600 check based off my $200 deposit. Wow. So I won $400 basically. Yeah. Well, if that person should come in person and have dark sunglasses and just having this phone call, 
<laughs> just know I will bail you out if you need it. <laughs> but here's Ryan. Here's here's where that other thing came in, where you said, here's $200 I run to the casino. So yeah. all the bonus money ended up clearing. So I had like five, six hundred more dollars in there, and I just started going crazy with a betting $100 blackjack hands, everything else, I ended up losing it. <laughs> but I won I won the $400. So as you would say, Ryan, all the rest was gravy. Yep, as Ryan would say. <laughs> but Ryan, you have to be happy at least that I that I won the 400. I mean, that's For the sure I am. That, yeah. Now the rest of it I was going nuts with just because I was like, "Oh man, I'm going to try to turn this into real money, like something big." Right. It didn't work out, of course. No. Very rarely does. But the bottom line is I, I have the clean... And, Ryan, I've been eating healthier, except for the last few days. I've been eating, like, shit. But I, I've, I, look, you don't, have to, you don't have to explain yourself to me. I'm not, like, I'm not to pick up on your morality. I'm really not. <laughs> but I, w- I would like it to be known that I did get what's known as the clean bill of health. No, that's great. Like, they stamped it, like, in, in Willy Wonka where they, with the eggs, like, good or bad. I was stamped with the good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Ryan, and you're and, and you you work at a huge uh, iHeart Radio building. How many bathrooms do you guys have? Well, on our floor we have two. Oh, do you have multiple floors? Yeah, there's five floors in there. Three floors of iHeart Media, and then there's what you and we've all talked about the secret bathroom before. And there's one down on the first floor that very very few people know about. Okay, so which bathroom do you use for a good? Quick pee, I use the one in the air studio, you know, right off yeah, the like, hallway. Like, in other words, for, for number one, you use the closest bathroom. Exactly. Okay, and then for the other thing? If it's, if it's one where I can take my time, where I'm not, like, hustling, I will go down to the first floor and get a nice private dump. Nice. And there's nothing better than that, right? Like, when I worked in the Merchandise Mart, there was a secret bathroom that had a code that was 135 on the door. And we always called it 135. Oh, I got to go hit up 135 real quick. Yep. And you're right. It's beautiful, right? Air conditioning, plenty of toilet yeah. paper. And so with the other one, with the high traffic bathroom, it's very, it's like, you know going in that if you have to, if you have to sit on the toilet, you're going to have a, like no fewer than five or six visitors. Yeah. While you're in there. The other one, it's the type of, of restroom where if you hear any like noise, you get alarmed. You act like a. a <laughs> You're like a possum, like when a possum here, like exactly. here's a car driving by. Yeah. <laughs> like it's where you you walk in there expecting it to be just like fully quiet, like just secluded. When you're when you're in that position, Ryan, do you look at shoes and try to figure out who the person is? Yes, I do well, all the time. But only if, only if. I only really look at shoes and think that I'm going to figure it out if I'm in the high traffic bathroom. If I'm like, if I'm down on one, I the, the chances of me knowing that person are very slim. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, that's like that could be someone that works in the building office or something. So I don't even bother. But like, if I'm in our regular bathroom, I always look at shoes. Okay, because that's what I do. It like a couple days ago, Roker, who I work with, I saw his New Balance shoes. And I was going. I was actually going also to take a dump. There were there's three stalls on either side. There's Roker on one side, and then the guy from the oldie station who's like seventy five who also drops a lot of deuces. So <laughs> as soon as I walked in, Roker is like, <laughs> and I just said, Jesus Christ! And then I just hear him. I just heard him like bust out laughing. Because I guess I, I didn't even mean to say it because I knew it was him. And, like, right. it just came out. I was just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I hear, <laughs> and then, like, later on, he came up to me. He's like, I've been laughing for the last eight minutes. <laughs> but there's nothing oh. worse. There's nothing worse than sitting there and taking that disgusting dump. And then someone makes a comment like, Jesus. Yeah. and i sometimes i do that to be an asshole when someone's over the top disgusting i sometimes i just say that to kind of put them in their place like hey maybe (laughs) next time you know think about it before you're like making those kind of noises but anyways 
The reason why I asked you, Ryan. Oh, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, just before you get too far off this, um, you know Val, who you know we work with. He works with my girlfriend Jill and my brother Kevin. Yeah. And you know Val's the first person to say this. He probably even admitted it on the show on his show. He does a show on my FM out here. He is an anomaly in the bathroom. When he's in there on the toilet and people walk in, he'll be like, "Hey, who's that?" <laughs> See, I'm the opposite of that. Me too. I don't get it. Hey, who's there? Oh, hey, it's Big there? Boy, dog. What up? Oh, hey, Big. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a little stinky in here. Sorry. Does he do stuff like that or no? <laughs> I don't know what he talks about. I mean, I just, I've, I've heard him be like, hey, who's that? Who's out there? See, I wouldn't even answer. I try to stay extra quiet. Yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, when people walk past my bathroom, because you could see through the little crack, I try to get as small as I can. Like, I try to tighten up. Like into the into the middle of of the door so that they can't look in the cracks and see anything. Yeah, and I get so quiet when someone walks in. I yeah. just try to stay complete, and and I just hope that they don't like me. I inspect everything. I look in all the cracks. I do a full walk around the bathroom. It's like I'm doing a bathroom inspection. Just because I want to know, I want to know how loose I could get in there myself. Right. Like I want to make sure it's private, and then if, I could pretty much figure out who's in there every time. Based yeah. on their shoes or whatever, whatever other details I could figure out. But anyways, base, base. The reason why I bring that up is that you know, base and I work for Cumulus, and we have two floors, and the one floor base is on, and I'm on the the lower floor. And what I noticed is that all the people from base's floor take all their dumps on my floor, and the people from my floor take dumps on base's floor. <laughs> so. Is it, it, it is weird because I, I do go down to your floor to do that. Well, here's the question, Base. Is it done out of disrespect? Like, fuck these people on this floor. I'm going to stink it up. Or is it done so that the people you see every day won't walk in and notice your... What do you wear, Base? Like um, like Kobe Bryant shoes or something? What are your shoes that you wear? I, I usually wear... Uh, a variety of sneakers, but yeah, usually it's uh, like Nikes or something of that like nature. Pres- prescription Nikes. <laughs> no, I do not wear prescription Nike shoes. Um, but uh, I, I think because before you guys, your radio station moved into our building, there was another company that was on your floor. So it kind of was done to uh, go fuck yourself with those guys. And then since you guys have moved in, it's kind of one of those things where uh, you just kind of keep doing it, you know what I mean? You don't, you're not going to change the habit. But there's also a guy who's on our radio station who will uh, go out of his way to talk about everything and anything on in that bathroom that goes on in there. So you kind of don't want to make the radio. But if you, uh, in case I want to hit Taco Bell during the day, I don't, definitely don't want to be spoken about. Uh, okay, well- I feel like, here, here's a third option, Abe. I'm going to just throw this out there. I feel like it, it could be one of those two, but I honestly, I think it might even be more subconscious. It's the same reason dogs don't shit in their cage it's like a subconscious like you don't shit where you eat yeah right you don't it's i don't even think it's an f you i don't even think it's about being hidden i just feel like the instinct like for instance if jill and i are upstairs watching tv in our bedroom we have three bathrooms i'm not going to go take a dump in the bathroom exactly off, off the bedroom. exactly i'm going to just i'm going to go down to the farthest bathroom because i don't want to it's not even a, like i'll even tell her yeah i'm going to go take a dump but it's it's not hiding the dump. It's just like you just don't want to do that near where yeah. you. Sit. You don't want the remnants to be coming. Like you come out of there, and no matter right. what, there's going to be some kind of smell. And then you get back in the bed next to her, and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I disagree. At that, at that part, I'm proud of what I did. Subconsciously, when Base goes to your floor to poop, in his brain, somewhere in the back of his head, he's thinking, "This will give me more time to like dodge the smell that I'm going to bring out." <laughs> Well, it is true, because you definitely don't want to be that guy on your floor that's doing that. You don't want to, yeah. I mean, you work with those people, so you don't want to be that guy. You're right. You're absolutely right. So it is a form, it's it's a form it's, of disrespect. It's I, don't, I, I don't care. I'll do the bathroom close to Jill's face. It doesn't matter to me now. <laughs> does she like, when you come out, does she give you five? Good one. No, and I'll be like, I don't think you're going to want to use that one for another half an hour. Yeah. Oh, man. Open the window. <laughs> you yell it from I, the I bathroom. Try, I try to make the loudest sounds, just to, just to, just to set that pace. Sounds like a great marriage. 
<laughs> Let's just say it, it moved into that stage where I had to call it comfortable. What a gentleman. <laughs> it sounds like you really have it all figured out. But anyways, what I was going to say is today after the show, I actually went up to basis floor and it actually felt refreshing to use that bathroom because I don't care about anyone from his floor walking past. Like there, There's at least 10 people that might walk into my bathroom and I'm afraid they're going to see my shoes or something. Or someone might be looking, like, you know, sometimes you're looking for someone, and someone might walk in, Abe, you in here? And then I'd be like, yeah, 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 give me one second. Just one second. Well, the, the other main issue is this. At work, I maybe have to take a dump in, my ba- in the bathroom there maybe once every two weeks. You're a three-in-a-day kind of dumper. <laughs> Wait, so you only you go really once every two weeks, you? I'm going, which bathroom am I going to use? For this shit. Yeah. I'm usually like, all right, it's about 5.30 in the afternoon on a Friday. There's nobody here. I'll take my business downstairs. You're like, I mean, every time I see Abe, it's usually pre or post. And he's got a <laughs> thing of uh, baby wipes hanging out of the back, the back pocket. <laughs> I mean, That's right. I mean, Abe, it really is a real, you know, head scratcher. Which, uh, which stall are we taking up here? Well, you know what the problem is, too, Base? I clog up the toilets because when I run out of wipes... What I have to do, and I'm forced to do this sometimes, is do a three paper towel uh, setup. So what I do is I'll take dry paper towels, wet paper towels, wet soapy paper towels, and I have to take all three sets into the bathroom with me. And then I have to go dry paper, um, soap and wet, just wet, then dry. And these are paper towels. So I try to flush as many times as I can, but almost every other day when I do that, the, the toilet gets clogged. So that You're eliminates. You're not supposed to flush paper towel. I know, but sometimes you have no other options. So what I'm forced to do then is. Well, they're not. They're the, the, the towels in the bathroom, not like downy paper towels or brawny, whatever Jesus, it's called. Man, you said it's an ordeal. <laughs> God. But what I was going to say is, so when I use Bass's bathroom, what it felt to me like, and the thing I can compare it to, is let's say you pick up food for you and multiple people, and while you're driving, you're eating fries out of their box, but then when you mm-hmm. get home, you take the full box of fries. Right. That's what it felt like to me. Like, <laughs> like so there's just something that felt really nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's a great analogy. <laughs> you know what's weird, too? I was thinking about this because it happened just now when I was cutting the watermelon. I, I want to say the last five times I've used a knife, including today, I've dropped the knife and it almost hit my foot. Why is that? Like, I've, lit- I've literally dropped the knife the last five times and for all different things, like to cut a steak, to cut watermelon, um... What any just literally anything, and I've dropped it, and it's never hit my foot. I always move my foot out of the way, but every time I use a knife, I drop it on the floor. Does it do that thing where it sticks in the floor? Like, (laughs) 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 no, it's more more pathetic, it'll like bounce, and I have to like jump to keep avoiding it. (laughs) Picture like a cut electrical cord going. Like, I wonder if it's, are you, are you thinking about not dropping it so hard that you drop it? I, I think that could be it. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe plastic knives should be more in your repertoire than a real <laughs> knife. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the only time well, I've been, you, the only maybe, time- maybe you should buy pre-cut steak from now on. Maybe I shouldn't even use knives. Maybe I should just rip everything with my hands, like an animal, like a like a cave. Maybe Walgreens has free cut steak right next to the water. <laughs> they do make sushi at the one on State Street. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's nice not bad. Actually, most Walgreens, right? Well, no, not not most of them, but this one actually has an in-house sushi guy. It's not like, but most of them have pre-packaged sushi. But this one actually mm-hmm. has the guy behind the counter making it. Yeah, which is pretty good. That's it. A- that's that two floor Walgreens with the glass windows and all that. Like no, no, no. This is a different one. On State Street. On State and Lake. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a it's like a like a super Walgreens. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's got the it's got the escalator in the window, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right next to Chicago Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But it's Although, weird. Is it highly racist that I won't eat sushi from a place if I don't see, like, the Asian dude? Like, if I see, like, anybody else, like a Mexican guy or somebody who doesn't look as if they've came straight out of, like, sushi school in Japan, I don't want any part of that? Uh, I don't think that's racist. I really, I don't think that's racist. I think, you, I feel like it's, a, again, it might be a subconscious thing where you're paying for, like, the authenticity, and if some, like, hipster right. gross, like, pubic beard is making it. <laughs> that's what it is a lot of times. Some, like, ro- some like, rockabilly guy. Or? No. I, I, feel, I feel like the sushi that I want to buy from the guy would be insulted if I took a fork to the sushi. That's the uh, that's the kind of guy I want to buy from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I I agree, and I think that applies to a lot of things. Like if you're going in to get a tattoo, you don't want a guy who doesn't have tattoos doing it. Like you don't want like a a clean cut, like nerdy looking guy doing your tattoo. Yeah, or like I agree. You want that guy to have a you want him to look like an auto mechanic. Yeah, you don't want some you don't want some True. businessman looking guy to be fixing your brakes. No. Yeah. Like you don't want Robert. Well, I don't have don't, any tattoos myself. Those things are kind of dirty, but I can make a good one. You don't want Robert Hershevik changing your oil. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, yeah, exactly. And like, if you're let's say you're like washing machine broke, you don't want a guy in a, in a suit coming over to fix it. Like, I want a guy look. in like. In a jumpsuit, a blue jumper with like stains, you know, <laughs> like a white. No, an all white jumpsuit with paint stains all over it. Yeah. All right. Let me let me take a look here. And he gets right. He gets right on his knees. That's the kind of guy you want. Exactly. The guy is. He wasn't afraid. Whose hands are already shit black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like even when they wipe the hand with a towel, you still don't want to like shake their hand. The guy who's not afraid yeah, to like lay concept. behind the dryer in all the cobwebs exactly. and spider webs. <laughs> shit whatever's back there right it's the same thing as basic thing about the 80s it's the exact same thing <laughs> ladies and gentlemen to bring it all in perspective sam cannon nice hello gen- hello gentlemen hello just in time sam 10 more minutes sam i was actually- <laughs> yeah perfect timing um but Ryan, it's funny you say that. Ryan, because- Ryan, they're going to be they're going to be ten very valuable minutes for the listeners. So I promise that. This is where the ratings go up. This is where the downloads <laughs> yep. soar. Um, it's funny you say that, Ryan, because I have seen that a lot. The rockabilly hipster looking guys making sushi and stuff like that, like with the yeah. cuff, the cuff jeans, the the cigarettes in their sleeve. <laughs> Some kind cigarettes of cigarettes in their sleeve. The hair, the hair slick bit to the side and back. Oh, Sam, Sam. And, and, yeah, go ahead. No, while we have you, Sam, what what are your thoughts on me? Just so Ryan uh, was asking me about watermelon. What have you known about me and watermelon over the years? You love a good watermelon. Uh, you always have. And that, and that's all I got to say about that. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Am I missing something? Or? No, you're not. It's, it's, Sam, you no, you know how Abe is, and I said, oh, I've, I've never heard you evangelize for watermelon like this, and he goes, of course, Abe has to prove every point. <laughs> so there's, there's no, there's really no payoff other than Abe just wanting to know. But I, I, was, I was pretty, you guys had a tax conversation about the watermelon earlier, and actually when I, Abe was talking about watermelon for about an hour, and I, I do agree with Ryan, I feel like watermelon is very hit or miss fruit, and in my, in my estimation, it's actually pretty overrated. I I, I, I'm with you on the whole watery element of it. Yeah, um, it actually could be kind of gross sometimes. Yes. Well, what I was going to say is that watermelon really is like Don West when he did the shop at home baseball card sets, where he's like, "You're going to get fifty-two chops, Mickey Mantles. You're going to get Yogi Berra rookies. You're going to get Mark McGuire USA rookies." That he had, remember the other guy who would call in the guy with the lisp. Okay, here's what we're get, what was the guy's name? Sam was it Kenny? Kenny, yeah. Kenny! Oh my God, Don! We have mantles. We have PSA graded ten Kirby puckets. We have Barry Bonds USA cards. We have Mark McGuire rookies. We're gonna put them all in. There's gonna be five mantle rookies going in these boxes. Five mantle rookies, which you know is full of shit because a, a, a 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle is worth like a hundred thousand dollars, and they were selling these boxes for like twenty five dollars. 
So you, so you would buy, you would buy this box of ra- and I bought one once because I couldn't contain myself. I'm like Mickey Mantle rookies. I what? There's no what? Ah, I need a Mickey. Like so, I would order it after you'd watch it every night, and at some point you ordered one, and then you got it, and it was a box of just bullshit. Like the best card in there was like a Roberto Elamar rookie. <laughs> I, I, I have to say, Don West, just real quick on him, he, he had to snort like 10 lines of Ritalin before he started an episode. Because that guy was about as tight as he could possibly be. Yeah, or he was just, I mean, or he figured out the magic sauce and it was just to lie to kids and just <laughs> take all their money. <laughs> The Beanie Babies were base. Remember the Beanie Babies? What, what was the one he would always talk about? Glory! Oh yeah, Glory! <laughs> Princess Bear, Cockadoo and Cuckoo, <laughs> Barry the Squirrel, Bobby the Beaver. Glory! Special, a special type of salesman to like <laughs> to beat you down to the point where you 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 know like. Abe, just like you said, you would watch Don West yell at you every night. Yeah. And to the point where you just couldn't take it anymore and you just had to call. I mean, for $25, <laughs> for the chance to get a Mickey Mantle rookie card worth $100,000 was worth my was worth the chance. Well, you know what? The, the, the magic of Don West is he almost makes you feel like there's something wrong with you for not wanting Glory the Beanie Baby. You're like, maybe I should exactly. go Glory. That's but, what I'm saying. It's it really a special salesman that, like, you do almost, like, look around, like, Wait, am I the only one hearing this amazing offer? <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't and like yeah. ten minutes prior, you never even thought about owning a beanie baby. But somehow Don West <laughs> needed it. But to me it wasn't just Don West. It was when Kenny would come in to confirm it. <laughs> That's right. Fifty two Mickey Mantles are going out with this one. Fifty two Mickey Mantles. Ah! We're putting them all in! Watch! And then, then you would see him put it in the box. This one's going out! This one's going out! Whoever's doing this one's going straight out! And like, if you break it down, $25 divided by 100000 they'd have to sell, like, what? 400000 uh of those just to make back the money for one Mickey Mantle? But they're sending out 50 Mickey Mantle rookies? And I don't even I don't even know if there's fifty of them in existence. Like that's why, that's why it's worth so much. We're putting out the hottest Wagner card. It's going in these boxes. Okay, Don. We have Michael Jordan rookies. Michael Jordan PSA graded nines. PSA nines. The nines. These are Beckett great, and then it was always it was always something <laughs> off. Like it wasn't if their PSA graded was the main company, yeah. but theirs would be like PSI graded, PSI graded eights, <laughs> PSI graded eights, nines, and tens. Each box is coming with a PSI graded eight, nine, or ten. Carl Malone rookie, Carl Malone rookies. We got Stockton rookies, Hakeem Olajuwon, PSI graded six through nines. Everyone's going to get a Hakeem rookie. Uh, and, and everyone gets it. A Clyde Drexler comes with this package, and we're putting in four Mickey Mantle rookies. Ah! <laughs> I miss the Don West uh, shop at home show. Yeah. So wait, can I just bring this all the way back? How is Don West like a watermelon? Oh, it's right. I never even explained that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, like, when you cut, it's, it's like opening up that box, the, the $25 yeah. mystery box, where you're, exp- for, for instance, <laughs> a beautifully sweet, perfect bite watermelon. Like, there, there's a certain bite you get out of beautiful watermelons. And it, it's like, it's, how do you explain it? It's crisp. It's crisp, but it's still... It's it, it, Don West in a yeah, box. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. This is what's great about Abe, guys, is that Abe has, like, 20 dots, and he'll find a way to connect any of those dots to, to one of the other dots. <laughs> so, <laughs> if Don West is the watermelon the whole dot, and he found a way to connect the two. He, there was really no reason behind it, but he just went ahead and did it. No, no, there is a... No, no, what I'm saying is that when you cut open the watermelon, you're, you, it's, a, it's like a mystery. It's like the mystery box from Don West Shop at Home. And when you open it up, I pull out the Roberto Elamar rookie. That's like Ryan said, the spongy, yeah. uh, what do you call it, Ryan? Like it spongy. Is a, it's a very loose connection. 
I'm but with it, you, Abe. I follow. Yeah, it's like a mystery. It's a mystery box, yeah. and it's like shop at home when you would buy it expecting the Mickey Mantle rookie, and you pull yeah, out the Lenny Dykstra the rookie. With that watermelon tucked under your arm, expecting to find three Mickey Mantle rookies inside. <laughs> exactly. And you get home, and you don't have any of that. You have four of the, you have like, what, what do we call like duplicates, or what is, you have the same card. What was what the term we used? Oh, uh, double. Oh, yeah, doubles. Yeah, yeah, you have like, a, you know, a Bill Wennington double. You're looking for the Jordan rookie. <laughs> It's a, it's a box of Bill. It's a box of I, Bill Weddington I, rookies. I, I need to go on YouTube. I'm sure there's videos of old Don West promotional clips. Oh, there is. I need to find those. Yeah, I mean, they're they're I'm everywhere. Hang up. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to do that all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch for hours. Yeah, if you type in Don West shop at home, like 500 videos come up. Don you West. Funny, I, 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 I had a friend who was a card collector who did buy um, one of Don West's magic boxes. And it was one of the boxes where he opened up. He opened up a... Get online. Unbelievable. And if that happens, that is a cool deal. All right. Last call on these. Now, we're going to go to a brand new deal. Let me fast forward a little bit. 1987 Red Box with over 1,300 cards. <laughs> 1987 uh. Tobbs Rack Box with over 1,300 cards. Are you ready for this, gang? We're going to give you the jumbo box, the vending boxes, and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 factory sets, 17, 18 vending boxes, and a rack box. 19 sets in boxes, barely $10 a set. Barely $10. Like, how could you hear that and not want a piece of it? Right. Like, I used oh, to hear that shit. I'm like, what? Tiger what? Rack box. <laughs> the question as a kid I never considered was, if it's worth so much, why aren't they selling it for market value? Like, why are they, why are they gifting all of us with all these amazing deals time and time yes. again? <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, it, it, and that's what I'm saying. Where you look around, like, am I the only one hearing this deal right now? Like, is this, is he speaking directly to me? <laughs> and, and, and the reason being is because I had a friend who bought one of these boxes where he opened the box on air and he pulled out like the first four cards were like Mickey Mantle rookie, Babe Ruth, Honest Wagner, Michael Jordan rookie. Like first four cards, and they're like, they're like, it's factory and, sealed, and you can see it's just a yeah, piece of scotch tape. My, Yes, my friend who bought these packs said the packs would like he opened the box and like the wind blew the packs open because the packs were all clearly searched. He said every pack was straight common, like not even one like two dollar card. It was all the worst. I, Sam, cards. I ordered one. I they didn't get anything. Searched. Oh, you did too. Okay. Yeah, I ordered a couple of them. That's a, that's not a surprise. Yeah, that's not a surprise actually. Here's the deal. God, Don what a legend that guy is. You are going to yes. get every single current American Beanie Baby release. That's you're, you're 65 up to, you're up to speed right there, like that. The best was the, 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 the yes man that would stand next to Don and just go along. Yeah, wait, Don, let me just explain. Princess Bear is included. That's right! Princess <laughs> and Hippity Hoppity and Floppy and Boris the Bear, Berenstein Bear, and... We got Woody the Woodpecker, and we got Donnie the Dog. You know what it was? And that, and that guy, the guy who gave the information, Don West probably knows nothing about cars or about Beanie Babies. He was probably like a strip club announcer, but the guy who probably had all the info, Kenny or whoever he was, he was oh, yeah. probably doing the show first. That was like, he can't sell a box like yeah. to save his life, even though he knows everything about these cars. Like, exactly. We know this guy. We know this guy works at a strip club or he works for like <laughs> Windy City Wrestling. But I, I promise you, he will sell this shit out of anything you put in front of him. Listen to him yeah, selling, like, listen, him just really quick, listen to him selling Beanie Babies. We, we, we can pay for this in two different sections. Mm -hmm. The 65 current, and when you put in uh, Maple, 66 current, you're, you're over it. Uh, maple. We're going to give you all 28 of the May retired Beanie Babies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Originally, we sold, sold it out one time at five ninety nine. Maple. <laughs> we would have to sell twenty eight May retires for around sixteen hundred and ninety nine dollars. Oh, we've been quoted on almost everybody around. 
Make sure I've got them all right. Zip, Zip the cat is now bringing over hundred dollars. <laughs> Zip the cat over hundred dollars. You got peanut the elephant, pinchers, uh, the lobster, one of the original nine, hippy hoppy and floppy, <laughs> the ladybug, uh, uh, squid of the pig, another one of the original nine, bringing seventy and eighty dollars. In fact, almost all twenty. Hippity hoppity and floppity. And I bet you the fax guy, the guy had who had the information, after every taping, you know, the lights would go out and be you know, like, uh, Don, I don't, I don't know if we can do that, Don. I, I think you might have oversold. Like, you know, that guy was probably real by the book. Everyone watching is stupid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> They're all a Don, bunch of fucking idiots. Don, I don't, Don, but, I, but I don't think what you did there was legal. Everything's legal unless we get caught. <laughs> Wait, didn't he get fired because of something illegal? You know, you know what's funny. I I have a feeling now that Don West probably caused the collapse of the Beanie Baby industry because until he, <laughs> Beanie Babies were so damn hot for how many years? This guy comes around, and starts selling them. A year later, he's off the air, and, and you, Beanie Babies are worth three cents a piece. Yep. <laughs> and you know, somebody might have said it wouldn't have happened if you didn't keep giving away glory. Yeah. <laughs> he would have. He would have. would have the same glory to yourself. It'd be yeah. business, you dick. <laughs> yeah, Don plugged the market for me, and the whole thing fell apart. I mean, <laughs> could could this could could a Don West be around in in 2016? Like, could that even happen anymore? No. I think so. No, I think we, so. We, no, we were stupid, but we were way stupider back then. Like, there was no internet to well, check well, up on well, things. Actually, well, Ryan, Ryan, I have to say though. Look at who's running for president, Donald Trump. I think Don West would be a great candidate for the Republican Party. Can you imagine? <laughs> think about it. Cause Don Mexicans! Mexicans! Yeah. We got Mexicans! <laughs> we got five Mexicans! There's my African-American right there! We got Chinese! <laughs> we got uh, Middle Eastern guys! We got Japanese guys! I love my Muslims! We got lesbians right there! Two lesbians! Ah, there's the gays! There's the gays right there! We got people with Down syndrome! We got people with hair lips! We got people with gout! They all have gout over here! We should wrap it up on that. It doesn't. It won't get better than Don West, so... No, that's it. We'll end on a high note. Alright, talk to you guys later. The highest note. Yeah, alright, later. Later, boys. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.